What's up, Cal family? It's Rod Benson. I'm back in L.A. I was only in Berkeley for like seven hours. A lot of people travel like for a day. That's new for me, dog. My legs hurt. I was walking very fast through both airports because uh, I had to get back to L.A. for an art show last night. So I'm tired. I wanted to do this earlier, but here we are. That was a wild day yesterday, huh? It's funny, I pulled up some UCLA clips. I was going to do a video, but I'm like, the, the clips kind of suck, bro. <laughs> They're not good clips. Further, seeing the game in person is much different than seeing it on TV where I can, you have the top-down view. Uh, watching the game live, especially courtside, which sounds better, but uh, it's harder to see what's developing. But we'll get to the game in a second. When I first say, uh, everyone who said hi to me, it was kind of a lot of you. That was dope. Uh, I haven't been to a basketball game since 2007. I've been to exactly one. Uh, and it was like, yeah, the first game that Cal played, it was a preseason game after I had graduated. So 16 years, almost 17 years between appearances in Haas Pavilion. I kind of had a different attitude. I was going to start this podcast so differently. And then I uh, went to the message board just to, to F around and find out, as the kids say. And uh, Hoop Dreams, I want to say, posted... Something about me not being announced at the game. And frankly, it's something I didn't even think about until I read that thing. And I'm like, that's funny. The last game I went to in 2007, they like stopped the game and like had me stand up and wave at everybody. I want to make it really clear that that was super dope. But also, there's a reason I didn't think about it yesterday because I really didn't care about that. I was out here enjoying being in the presence of my people. But upon seeing that post, I have to comment on it. Everybody from Mark Madsen down, I'll include Jay John said hi also, but like the photographers, even the referee, I'll get into this later, the referee, the ball bounced, he like tried to make it bounce to me so he could say hi, like I used to play with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. So every single person there acknowledged me except for the people in charge. It's such, I, I, I'm going to go in on this for just a second because when I first started this podcast, what was it, like May? I don't remember, whenever it was. I asked people. Actually, at the time, I wasn't podcasting because it was in the offseason and I didn't really know where this was going to go. So it was a, it, I wrote out, you know, what do, what are we talking about? What's the scuttlebutt? If you're young, scuttlebutt is what old people say. Like, what's the deal? <laughs> uh, but, God, the scuttlebutt thing really just threw me off. I, picturing young, young people not knowing what scuttlebutt was uh, <laughs> forced me to slow down. So I kind of off in my head a little bit, but. Resetting. Every single person there said something to me except for uh, 
the people in charge. And now I remember going back to the podcast, uh, the blog, you guys all responded to that question with, why aren't the alumni here? Where are the other players? What's going on? And I wrote a very lengthy uh, 2,000 word blog about exactly why. I talked to people, I talked to everyone, everyone from Dennis Gates to Omar Wilkes to you name them. And they all said the same thing. I don't, I'm done with Cal, I'm done. Now I don't care about getting my name announced, but I know they do. I don't even mean like they do, but I mean like, if you want them around, it'd be nice to do stuff like that. But making this more specific and about me, I actually do think if Omar Wilkes came back, they'd do that. My relationship with Cal has been like 99% of athletes not named Jalen Brown, Jason Kidd, or the wealthier people with status uh, that we know, or I guess the people who <laughs> helped build Haas, all these people. That's 1% of people. 99% of other former players, there's a lot of us. You're for, you might forget some names. You might be like, oh, yeah, I still like want to check up on Ivan Rab. Or, hey, what's Circus King doing? Or, I don't know. Maybe you're like, where is Brian Weathers? I'd love to, like, no, there's none of that. I spoke to the, the Cal marketing, the, the, some of the people who run the Instagram were sitting courtside or, you know, doing their thing. And my friend kind of put the pressure on her a little bit, like, hey, this is Rod Benson. Like, she didn't know who I was. Um, and I, I don't blame her for that. Like, I'm old. <laughs> but I do blame this, the school a little bit, right? But she's like, oh, yeah, do you have any ideas? I'm like, yeah, how about you, like, talk about players who aren't famous sometimes? Like, It'd be such a small gesture to just, every time there's a birthday, make even a story post on Instagram. Something that just makes, something that takes nothing away from the program at all. <laughs> Provides context to current people, including the next people running that job. And makes the people who are never recognized feel good. But I'm taking the time to say all this again. Because I also spoke to, I had the pleasure of getting on a flight home, rushing knowing that I have to rush off the plane on Southwest. There were empty seats, but I sat in the middle, uh, <laughs> right in the front row, because I knew, I knew I'd have to run off and I didn't bring any bags. I ended up sitting next to two people. I forget these, these people's name. They were, they were actually really lovely. Uh, but the woman was, she saw I was wearing the Cal stuff and she's like, oh, we're at the game. We started talking. She starts saying she's one of the people in charge of hiring the new chancellor, maybe? I don't want to get the names wrong. Like, basically everybody, <laughs> if you don't understand their role, that's who they're hiring. And I also think, I, I said to her, I'm like, that's kind of like, that's the problem, right? Like, we couldn't even, she and I couldn't come to an agreement on what Cal even is. Well, you understand these challenges? I'm like, yeah, these are all the old challenges and doing it all the old way is weird. It's not moving us forward. Well, you know, we're trying to work. I, I asked this woman, I said, what are the three things? She might hear this because I gave him the podcast. Uh, uh, I gave her the podcast. So I don't mean this in any disrespectful way. But I said, what are the three things that, you know, uh, are most important when you're making this hiring decision? And it was like fundraising was the first one. Um, 
God, I forget the second one. It was it was a good one. Um, and the third is, she said DEI, um, diversity, education, inclusion. I don't know. All these acronyms are like, I think, new and for suckers kind of like, if you're teaching racism, teach it. I don't know. But anyways, when she got there, I'm like, yeah, well, when I was in school, when I started, it was like 4.1% African-American. When I graduated, it was like 3.4%. It slid every year since then. And it's only gotten worse since Cal at like 10, 15 years ago was like the lowest rated uh, uh, academic school for athletes, like in America or something. We had like the lowest graduation rate or something like that. <sighs> and it kind of just like, it was weird. It felt like not that she didn't care about these issues, but that like it, they'd never been talked about in a, in a way that anyone who attends the school would ever care about or think about. Anyone who wants to reconnect with the school would ever care about or think about. I said, bro, the commercial that comes on is like, Berkeley, uh, do you like science? Do you like robots? Here's some guys running onto a field uh, through Memorial Stadium. I guess, man. I guess. I know it sounds like a long tangent, but stay with me. I told her, like, that's not, I don't know. You're going to get those students, I guess. You're going to get more international students. You're never going to get a me. I, 17-year-old Rob Benson, choosing schools, would never choose that. That's not to say that that's not a good thing, but that's not interesting. But it sells investment. It gets people, it builds soft power. I brought up the U.S. News and World Reports. Like, nobody, do you, if you're under the age of 50 and listening to this, I guarantee you've never picked up a copy of U.S. News and World Report unless it was just to have a copy that said Cal's number one. I don't know what they do. What are they reporting on? What, what U.S. News <laughs> has anybody gotten from this publication? There's all these cycles of like, this is important, I'm important, this position's important, tradition's important, and has to stay the same. Well, no, it doesn't. Because all that's doing is starting to kill everything that people are claiming to build. Why am I taking all the time to say this right now? Well, one, because, frankly, I haven't said this in podcast form. And two, they didn't announce my name. But my guess is because I say things like this, I'm going to go on record and just guess, just, we, he, no one's ever said this to me, including this person. I'm going to guess Jim Knowlton hates me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody who likes him. And I talked to people and I, maybe it got back to him. I don't know. I'm going to guess whoever's right around him also doesn't like me. Now, again, I could be wrong. I will eat a humble bag of pie or whatever it's called. I don't know, humble pie. With even one text like, you got us all wrong, my guy. But no, it's weird. That's weird. The post that Hoop Dreams posted was like, they announced, they paused the game to announce a football player. You know how many times I walked right pat, like behind the, the scores table, even stopped to say hi to Theo twice? That is not an accident, that's a choice. That's a choice. And I'm going to double down all the way down right now because I feel empowered 
after meeting all the people there who actually like me, what I bring, what I'm trying to bring more of to this institution, I'm going to double down because I'm telling you right now, they don't like this. If you like this, like this podcast is via Bear Insider. There could easily be an official cow podcast. We're coming from the side to give you realness. Why? Because they don't want it. Isn't that clear? You think I'm the only person who wants to have their voice heard by Cal? Like, bro, I talked to like Jerome Randall wanted to get on the podcast. He wants to coach. He wants to do things. Like, I'm not saying the coaching staff needs an upgrade or anything like that. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, Devon, Theo finally got on, but like I had to like put pressure for that to happen. Like he was trying for years and then I wrote the blog and he, boom, boom. I get emails from someone in Cal Athletics every three months. Hey, Rod, I got this project for you. I'll respond back. Okay, great. Uh, when can we talk? Six days pass. I'll send a follow-up email. Hey, just making sure I didn't miss anything. When can we talk? And then nothing. You understand that the, the, the Marshawn Lynch painting that I uh, presented to him at, the, at Memorial Stadium, that was, that was like two years in the making. They were supposed to do the Hall of Fame thing for him the year before. It didn't happen because of COVID or I don't know, something happened. But someone reached out to me then and they're like, hey, we'd like to... You know, I mean, I shouldn't even say then. Like nine months before then, someone's like, hey, we want to work with you on a project. I don't remember the guy's name. I respond back, nothing. A year passes. Then he's like, hey, are you still interested in working with us? I'm like, okay, yes. <laughs> sure, I'm a broke artist. Yes, of course. Great, we're going to do this painting for Marshawn Lynch. I paint it. I ship it up there. They did pay me. I'm not going to front. It was a nice check. Then crickets. And then a year later, someone else from Cal's like, hey, this other guy's not with us. We have this painting lying around. Do you want to present it? Okay. If you do, we'll get you a hotel room. Okay. So I fly myself up there, grab this painting I painted like a year earlier, and hand it to Marshawn. Marshawn doesn't take the painting home. Forsett doesn't take the painting home. The painting is sitting somewhere around, around Cal right now. I don't know who has it. Now, this could just be a one-off, like, uh, thing. But it isn't, though. I don't understand how and why it's so disjointed. I'll make a promise to anyone listening to this right now. If Cal hired me as their creative director, Cal would be on the, on the worldwide map in six months. Cal is the only school that has a me. I, I am a humble, I have humbled myself time and time again, but I also know where my strengths lie. I know all the other basketball players alive. The ref in the game dapped me up. I'm the only me there is, and Cal, some people love it, other people are terrified of it. You can't just have the truth walking around. You can't just have a guy who can do this job better than someone else walking around. How are they, how are they gonna feel about it? How are we all gonna feel when it's very quickly come, uh, everyone realized very quickly that the whole thing is being avoided by 99% of athletes because they don't want to deal with what I deal with. And they tell me, 
I spoke to Dennis Gates for like an hour, cornered him in Vegas during the summer league. Literally had this man cornered. He was trying to leave. He's not a talkative man. We're not even that close. He was a senior when I was a freshman. I was a goofball. He was a serious man then. Why don't, what would it take for you to come back to Cal? Never going to happen. What would it take for you to come back to Cal? Never going to happen. Like, okay, like, they don't have enough money. They have a billion dollars. Never going to happen. Dennis, what is, Rob, there's going to have to be some people that leave before I ever even think about it. What does that mean? That's all I'm going to leave you with. I'm not saying I know any one particular person in specifically who makes any choices that I disapprove of or approve of. But I think it's pretty clear after last night's game where every other person in the room except for the people behind the desk acknowledged that I was there. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm still going to talk about the game a little bit. I'll give you guys some because I don't want this to be negative. But that was such a weird thing to read right before I got on air. And I'm like, I want everyone to know this. Because one thing that was really cool about yesterday is I met a lot of young people, kids in school. I want you guys to think about what you want it to feel like when you're my age. I'm 39. Do you want, like, Celestine to have a podcast talking about how Cal hasn't talked to him in 20 years and they don't announce him when he comes back? Do you, that's your peers. Do you want that feeling? Jalen Cohn having to, like, send back channel emails to try and get a camp at the school. Like, do, 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 do you understand that that's where I was back then? and the group before me and the group after me. I, re I really need you guys to consider that we have a, a, an athlete database of basketball players, at least, I can't speak for the other sports, who would love nothing more than to be at every game, to be supporting the team however they can, posting on social media, doing work in the community, uh, 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 mentoring younger players. They want to do all this. But Cal has to do it some weird way. We have to create a whole new thing to do this, to do this, so that nine people can get in the way and then all be scared that none of it was necessary. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's not like I built national brands with less. When I say less, I mean like, call a spade a spade, like $100 million less. <laughs> so I want you young guys to really think about what you want the future to be, because even if it's not my vision, because it likely won't be, I can only see what I can see, and my experience has led me here. Don't let it be like this for your guys. If you like them, if you're going to go out there and cheer them on every week, if they're going to go into the stands and, and shake your hand, if they're going to be at the frat parties taking shots with you and stuff, don't you all want, like, don't you want to, like, envision a future where you're all, like, really happy looking back? The reason I'm in this position I'm in right now is because I'm the one guy who keeps paddling out. I use this uh, analogy all the time because I grew up by the beach. You can't surf a big wave unless you get hit by smaller waves. It's literally not possible. <laughs> when you get on your board, you start on the sand. Then you start paddling. One wave hits you, two waves. And if you want to surf the biggest waves, you go all the way out to where they're no longer crashing and you can ride one in. I'm the only one out here still paddling because the waves are big. <laughs> There's some big waves. 
All right, I'm going to give you a little basketball analysis because I did promise that. There's a reason I brought up the ref because I think this is super funny. And also, this is just like in jest, but man, I think that dude started helping us out. <laughs> if anyone has the game tape, watch when the play, like the ball comes to me and I like kind of toss it away. Dude looks up and he's like, oh, yeah, Rod, I was trying to get your attention or whatever. Bro, like the next three calls, it could have gone either way he gave to us. I was like, this is juice. This is actual juice. I'm a, I'm a net positive just by, <laughs> just by being in the building. <laughs> um, but from a technical standpoint, again, it was hard to see, like, a lot of the movement stuff from that angle. That was not the same UCLA team I saw in L.A. Man alive. Their defense was just so good. But they still weren't that good. We're a better team than them. Bro, I think UCLA, I don't even have the numbers in front of me. I think they scored like 12 points in the second half. Cal has started to put in that 2-3 zone I was talking about and mixing it up, putting it in, taking it out, putting it in, taking it out. Bro, it's working. <laughs> UCLA scored 12 second half points. That's amazing. A lot of people were saying AMAC looked gassed. I've never seen him really live in that, like, with that intensity, so I can't say, but he did seem like someone who was passing up opportunities that I, I'm like, man, don't pass that ball. What are we doing? But, bro, he's going up against the, the, the big African. I joke, but I, I kind of mean this, bro. I, 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 someone posted a picture of me against uh, Alfred Oboya, who was an African player from uh, UCLA when I was in college. I try to tell everybody, Africans are strong. <laughs> They're crazy strong. They're way stronger than me. I don't, I, maybe I need to do a 23 in me or something. Maybe if you're, if you're just pure blood African, you're just the strongest man alive. You can see this man's like calves <laughs> and his quads like flexing as he like breathed air. It was wild. So I'm giving AMAC some credit there, like as a tough matchup and to be tired or whatever during it. Whew. The reason why I didn't even bring out any clips is because, because UCLA only scored 12. I could show you like 30 plays where our 2-3 worked, but I can't find 30 plays, and showing you one would be boring. <laughs> It'd be the same as I've already said. Uh, but also, in a 61-60 game, the offense isn't really anything to write home about either. And again, the only clips I can find will be ones of made baskets, and I don't really care about showing those made baskets right now. My biggest takeaway from the UCLA game was that it was a game. It felt like college basketball. That's way more exciting than the NBA right now. Flat out, period. The fans were out. They were actually into it. I was into it. The players were into it. I don't know if you – this might have changed in recent years, but when I was in school, like, and even the time just before and like after – Bro, we always beat UCLA at UCLA and lost at home. I don't know what it is. This, like, current version of the rivalry just feels exactly like that. Go to UCLA and beat the brakes off them, then come home and take a tough loss after beating the brakes off them. Yes, I beat the brakes. Because I don't like Mick Cronin. When I, when I, before I read the thing about the not getting the announce of the game, I was going to start with a 10-minute Mick Cronin bashing rant, but I'm just going to do a minute here because this is running on and I want you guys to go live your lives. 
I hate Mick Cronin. Screw that dude. I want to say F that dude. F that dude. Part of the reason we were able to come back and hold him to 12 points is because at a certain point, this little man in a nine-piece suit started screaming at his guys while they were, like, trying to do other stuff or listen to the play or anything. Like, and not screaming like, hey, get down, or just like, what is wrong with you? I told you not to shoot that. Bro, who are you? What power trip are you on? You're not well, Mick Cronin. You're unwell. That's a horrible thing to endure as a basketball player. You're making your players worse. Sorry to say. You got all these All-Americans, whatever they got, and they're all playing like fives because this guy. Bro, when we beat him last time, he was in the media talking about his players were too dumb to understand the system. What kind of Billy Jack Jim Crow bull is that? That's wild. I'm losing my voice. I'm too hot. I'm too hot. I don't know. This is a chaotic episode. It might get me canceled. <laughs> uh, but you can't cancel the truth. And I'm going to just keep saying exactly what I see. I think we're in the age of authenticity. And I'll be damned if another player who's just hoping that first game back in 20 years wants to get that moment and doesn't get it because he, what, is a threat? I don't want the next guy to do that. I don't think y'all do either. That's why you put it on the message boards. All right. I'm going to tap in after these next games. I definitely want to do some more video stuff. Might even get creative with it. We're heading to the, to the end of the season slash the offseason. So also take any like suggestions for offseason type content. Let's get it. Let's, let's get weird. All right, y'all. Peace. Yeah.